Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. The first time I realized that Jesus took the absolute penalty, punishment, all of it for my sins, that was freedom for me. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. This week, I'm teaching on a series that I've entitled Lessons from Elijah. And I tell you, I am really excited about this. I'm excited about the Word of God, but specifically, I have learned so many things at the expense of the characters in the Bible. I'm inspired to do the good things that they've done, and I take warning by the mistakes that they've made. And Elijah is probably one of the greatest examples in the Bible. He went higher in some ways than any other person ever had. Did you know Elijah is the very first person that ever saw a person raised from the dead? There was no precedent for it. It had never happened before. There was no promise that it would happen. And yet Elijah believed for a person to be raised from the dead when there was... It had never happened in history before. That's awesome. He called fire down out of heaven. He defeated all of the prophets of Baal. He turned an entire nation towards God. It was the greatest revival that had ever happened in history up to that point. So he went as high as any person had ever gone. And then within days, he went as low as any person had ever gone to the point that he was saying, Oh God, kill me and take away my life. I'm not worthy to live. And he hit the skids. He caused terrible things to happen. There were people that died because of him. Like Naboth is one of the people that died and his blood was on Elijah's hand because Elijah did not execute what God told him to do. So Elijah failed as big as any person ever had. And yet, even despite all of that, he recovered so that Elijah is one of only two people recorded in the Bible who never died. Elijah was just caught up into heaven by a whirlwind and taken directly into heaven without death. I tell you, there are so many great lessons to learn from Elijah. And so the first three days of this week, I've only covered four verses in 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 1 is where Elijah came on the scene and he had a word from God and it was burning on the inside of him. I spent a lot of time talking about how that the word of God is alive. And if you're just reading it as a book, if it's just words on a page and you haven't gotten into the word to the point that it comes alive on the inside of you and burns in your heart, then you haven't really been studying the word of God. Man, that, I could go back and re-preach all of that because the vast majority of people, they just read it like they would a book, like they would a newspaper article or something like that. But the Word of God is alive. That's what it says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. The Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. That word quick means alive and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, and it'll pierce even into your heart and divide soul and spirit and joint and marrow, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. If the Word of God hasn't come alive to you, if it's just a book, if it's just words on a page, then you haven't really gotten into the Word. If you will open up your heart and read the Word with your heart instead of just with your brain, 
Now, I'm not saying you turn your brain off, but you go deeper than that. You go deeper than just the words. You let the Holy Spirit speak to you through it. Man, it'll transform you. And that's what happened to Elijah. The Word of God came alive, gave him so much boldness that he walked up to the king who was killing all of the prophets of God, and he identified himself as a prophet of God and spoke and commanded the king, told him what to do. Man, I love that. The Word of God will do that to you. And then I was really pointing out yesterday that he didn't get step number two. He didn't get a second word from God until he had acted on the first word. And this is where so many people miss it. People have sought God. God puts something on their heart, shows them something that He wants them to do, but then they aren't going to do it until they figure out, now, well, how is this going to work out? If I do this, what about this? Where's my provision coming from? How is this going to work out? And they want God to answer all of these questions and give them all of these words about everything, and they hadn't acted on the first thing that God has told them. That's not how it worked with Elijah. That's not how it works with me. That's not how it's going to work for you. God isn't going to show you step one through ten. He's going to show you what to do one step at a time. It's like if you're walking with a flashlight or something, that flashlight, you can't see three miles down the road. That flashlight just illuminates, you know, the immediate area in front of you, and you take that step. And when you take that step, well, then you can see a little further. And you take that step, and you can see a little further. This is how it is. The Scripture says that the path of the righteous is like a shining light that increases more and more until the perfect day. It's like the rising of the sun. It doesn't just come all at once. You just see a little bit. God will show you things step by step for many reasons because sometimes you would be so overwhelmed you'd run the other direction or you would become so impatient that you would try and get there quicker. You would try and help God and make it come to pass. Uh, there's just many reasons why He does things, but another reason is that He wants you to have relationship with Him. He wants you to enjoy the journey more than the destination. It's not all about just accomplishing something. It's about walking with the Lord. It's about having a relationship with Him. And if God just showed us everything that He wanted to do in our life all at one time, many of us had just taken that direction. We'd do it all by our own strength, our own wisdom, our own power. We wouldn't be listening to God. We would make a million mistakes along the way, and that's just not how God does it. You know, in my own life, uh, I'm living the dream. I mean, God has blessed me. We are seeing millions of people impacted. Our Karis Bible College is just changing, I mean, thousands of people's lives. Great things are happening. But did you know what? God didn't show me all of this in the beginning. I've just learned to walk with Him, and there's still a lot more. I believe that the best is yet to come, that God has greater things for me than anything I've ever seen up until this point. But I don't know all of the details. I know the general direction, but I'm just hanging on to the Lord. I've often described this as it's like me being in a roller coaster, and I'm sitting on that front street seat, strapped in and just holding on for dear life. I'm not controlling the journey. I'm just along for the ride. And when God speaks something to me, I'll obey, but I'm not driving this. I don't have a goal. I'm not saying, oh God, here's what I want. Help me to do this. I don't have a goal. My only goal is to know God and to help other people know Him. And that's what I've been doing for 51 years. And along the way, 
GOD HAS SPOKEN AND TOLD ME TO DO THINGS, AND WHEN HE TELLS ME TO START A BIBLE COLLEGE, ALL RIGHT, I'LL START IT, BUT I DIDN'T KNOW ANYTHING ABOUT HOW TO DO A BIBLE COLLEGE. WE JUST HAD SOME THINGS HAPPEN YESTERDAY. I HADN'T GOT THE FREEDOM OR THE TIME TO TELL YOU, BUT IT'S GOING TO BE A BIG, BIG DEAL. AND I MEAN, I HAD 20-SOMETHING PEOPLE, LEADERS, I MEAN, PEOPLE THAT RUN LARGE MINISTRIES THAT WERE SITTING AROUND, AND THEY BASICALLY SAID, WELL, YOU NEED TO START DOING THIS. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? IT'S JUST LIKE... I TOLD THEM, I SAID, LOOK, I DIDN'T VOLUNTEER FOR THIS. IT'S LIKE YOU'RE DRAFTING ME. BUT IT'S SOMETHING THAT I BELIEVE GOD IS JUST PUTTING TOGETHER. I'M STILL PRAYING ABOUT IT AT THIS MOMENT, BUT IT LOOKS LIKE THAT HERE'S here's ANOTHER THING THAT GOD'S TELLING ME TO DO. I DIDN'T PRAY FOR IT. IT'S NOT A GOAL THAT I SET. IT'S JUST THE WAY THAT GOD IS LEADING ME AND MY SPIRIT BEARS WITNESS WITH IT. AND THIS IS THE WAY THAT I'VE RUN MY LIFE. HE JUST SHOWS YOU THING ONE STEP AT A TIME. AND THIS IS WHAT HE DID WITH ELIJAH. AND THEN THIS IS WHERE I ENDED YESTERDAY'S PROGRAM. AND THIS IS ONE OF THE VERSES THAT HAS LITERALLY TRANSFORMED MY LIFE. IT SAYS IN 1 KINGS CHAPTER 17, AND IN VERSE 2 IT SAYS, THE WORD OF THE LORD CAME UNTO HIM, SAYING UNTO ELIJAH, SAYING, GET THEE HENCE, AND TURN THEE EASTWARD, AND HIDE THYSELF BY THE BROOK CHERITH, THAT IS BEFORE JORDAN, AND IT SHALL BE THAT THOU SHALT DRINK OF THE BROOK, AND I HAVE COMMANDED. GOD HAD ALREADY SPOKEN. THE SUPPLY WAS ALREADY ON THE WAY BEFORE THE NEED EXISTED. I HAVE COMMANDED THE RAVENS TO FEED THEE THERE. AND THIS IS WHERE I ENDED YESTERDAY, IS THAT GOD DOESN'T SEND YOUR PROVISION TO WHERE YOU ARE, BUT HE SENDS YOUR PROVISION TO WHERE HE TOLD YOU TO GO. AND ONE OF THE REASONS THAT PEOPLE AREN'T SEEING GOD'S SUPERNATURAL SUPPLY AND PROVISION IN THEIR LIFE IS BECAUSE THEY AREN'T ALL THERE. THEY ARE TOO MUCH HERE. THEY ARE WAITING HERE AND SAYING, OH, GOD, YOU GIVE ME ALL OF THE THINGS THAT I NEED. YOU GIVE ME ALL OF THE PROVISION. SEND THE SUPPLY HERE, AND THEN I'LL GO THERE. NO, GOD SENDS THE SUPPLY THERE TO WHERE HE TOLD YOU TO GO. I USE THE EXAMPLE OF AN AMERICAN FOOTBALL THAT, YOU KNOW, THE QUARTERBACK DOESN'T THROW THE BALL TO WHERE THE RECEIVER IS. HE THROWS THE BALL TO WHERE THE RECEIVER IS GOING. AND GOD DOES THAT. GOD DOESN'T SEND PROVISION TO WHERE YOU ARE. HE SENDS PROVISION TO WHERE YOU ARE GOING. YOU KNOW, GOD TOLD ME TO START A BIBLE COLLEGE 25 YEARS AGO. AND THEN 10 YEARS AGO, WE HAD JUST GROWN TO SUCH A PLACE THAT THE MINISTRY, IT WAS LIKE A BOTTLENECK. SOMETHING WAS GOING TO HAPPEN. WE WERE GOING TO HAVE TO LIMIT ENROLLMENT. WE WERE GOING TO HAVE TO SPLIT THE SCHOOL. WE GOT THREE YEARS OF SCHOOL, TWO YEARS TO GET ONE DEGREE, AND THEN A THIRD YEAR SPECIFIC TRAINING IN EIGHT DIFFERENT TRACKS. AND uh, WE WERE EITHER GOING TO HAVE TO SPLIT THE SCHOOL INTO THREE SEPARATE PLACES AND SEND PEOPLE DIFFERENT PLACES AND, and DIVIDE THE SCHOOL WHICH I REALLY DIDN'T WANT TO DO. And, AND SO WE WERE JUST PRAYING ABOUT IT. AND 10 YEARS AGO, THE LORD TOLD ME TO BUY THIS PROPERTY IN WOODLAND PARK, COLORADO. WE GOT IT FOR SOMEWHERE AROUND 25 CENTS, MAYBE 30 CENTS ON THE DOLLAR. IT WAS DURING THE QUOTE-UNQUOTE GREAT RECESSION. AND WHILE EVERYBODY ELSE WAS WITHDRAWING AND CUTTING BACK AND ANTICIPATING PROBLEMS, GOD TOLD ME TO MAKE THE BIGGEST EXPANSION WE'VE EVER MADE IN THE HISTORY OF THIS MINISTRY. AND uh, SO WE BOUGHT THIS PROPERTY AND WE BUILT $80 MILLION WORTH OF BUILDINGS IN SEVEN YEARS DEBT-FREE. 
AND THEN THE PROPERTY RIGHT WHERE I AM, THE ANDREWOMIC MINISTRY'S HEADQUARTERS IS ONE MILE AWAY, AND WE ACQUIRED THOSE 336 ACRES AND THIS BUILDING DEBT-FREE. ALTOGETHER, WE'VE GOT CLOSE TO $100 MILLION WORTH OF BUILDINGS AND PROPERTY DEBT-FREE IN SEVEN YEARS. IT WAS PHENOMENAL. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT when WHEN GOD TOLD ME TO DO THIS, I JUST STEPPED OUT AND WE DIDN'T HAVE ANY MONEY. WE HAD $1 MILLION CASH THAT WE PUT DOWN. AND SEVEN YEARS LATER, WE HAVE $100 MILLION WORTH OF BUILDINGS AND PROPERTY DEBT-FREE. I DIDN'T HAVE THE PROVISION, BUT WHEN I STEPPED OUT AND STARTED DOING WHAT GOD TOLD ME TO DO, GOD SENT THE PROVISION TO ME. I TELL YOU, THIS IS SO POWERFUL. THIS HAS TRANSFORMED MY LIFE. I JUST GAVE YOU THE TESTIMONY ABOUT HOW IT'S WORKING OUT IN MY LIFE. AND and IT'S NOT ONLY IN PHYSICAL BUILDINGS, BUT THIS IS JUST IN EVERYTHING. YOU KNOW, WHEN I STARTED ON TELEVISION, MAN, I DIDN'T HAVE ANY MONEY TO START ON TELEVISION, BUT I DIDN'T PRAY AND SAY, WELL, GOD, YOU JUST MAKE IT ALL WORK, AND IF YOU SUPPLY ME WITH, SAY, FIVE YEARS WORTH OF INCOME SO THAT I CAN PAY THESE TELEVISION BILLS AND HAVE ALL OF THIS THERE SO THAT THERE'S NO RISK IN IT, WELL, THEN I'LL OBEY YOU. NO, GOD TOLD ME TO JUST GO IN THAT DIRECTION. NOW, I USED SOME WISDOM, AND I DID GO TO MY PARTNERS. AT THAT TIME, WE ONLY HAD 1,500 PARTNERS. THIS WAS BACK IN 1999. WE HAD 1,500 PARTNERS, AND I WENT TO THEM, AND I SAID, LOOK, IT'S GOING TO BE EXPENSIVE. I DON'T WANT TO GO IN DEBT TO DO THIS. AND I SAID, I NEED $70,000 WORTH OF TELEVISION EQUIPMENT, WHICH ACTUALLY, I NEEDED THREE OR FOUR TIMES THAT MUCH, BUT WE GOT STARTED ON A SHOESTRING, AND WE we STARTED WITH $70,000 WORTH OF TELEVISION EQUIPMENT AND TO BUILD A SET, AND THEN ENOUGH MONEY THAT I COULD HIRE A PERSON TO START RUNNING THAT. AND SO ANYWAY, I WENT TO MY PARTNERS AND I SAID, I NEED $135,000. AND THOSE 1,500 PARTNERS SUPPLIED ME WITH ENOUGH MONEY THAT I COULD HIRE THE PERSON AND BUILD THE SET AND GET THE TELEVISION EQUIPMENT AND THE EDITORS THAT WE NEEDED. AND SO WE GOT ALL THAT STARTED DEBT-FREE. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? WHEN I STARTED ON TELEVISION, I DIDN'T HAVE THE MONEY TO PAY FOR IT. I I BOUGHT THE EQUIPMENT AND GOT THE PERSONNEL, BUT I DIDN'T HAVE THE MONEY FOR IT. AND WE WENT ON, AND YOU KNOW WHAT? THAT'S NOW BEEN OVER 20 YEARS AGO. OUR TELEVISION BILL IS OVER A MILLION DOLLARS PER MONTH. AND HERE WE ARE 20 YEARS LATER, STILL DOING IT. WE REACH uh, 3.2 BILLION PEOPLE. WE HAVE MY PROGRAMS IN RUSSIAN, URDU, FARSI, AND, OF COURSE, ENGLISH. Uh, WE'RE SEEING PEOPLE CHANGED ALL OVER THE WORLD, AND I DIDN'T HAVE ANY MONEY AT ALL TO DO THIS. BUT I KNEW WHAT GOD TOLD ME TO DO, AND I HEADED THAT DIRECTION, AND WHEN I STEPPED OUT AND WENT THERE, THAT'S WHERE THE PROVISION WAS. GOD DOESN'T SEND YOUR PROVISION TO WHERE YOU ARE, BUT TO WHERE HE TOLD YOU TO GO. IF YOU ARE IN A PLACE OF DISOBEDIENCE, I'M NOT SAYING THAT YOU'RE REJECTING IT. MAYBE YOU LOVE WHAT GOD TOLD YOU TO DO AND YOU WANT TO DO IT, BUT YOU AREN'T DOING IT AND YOU AREN'T EVEN MAKING ANY STEPS IN THAT DIRECTION. YOU'RE JUST WAITING UNTIL GOD SOLVES EVERYTHING AND GIVES YOU ALL OF THE PROVISION AND LINES EVERYTHING UP SO THAT THERE'S NO FAITH INVOLVED IN IT WHATSOEVER. YOU MIGHT LOVE IT. YOU MAY BE PRAYING THAT GOD WILL DO THESE THINGS, BUT IF YOU AREN'T OBEYING AND MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION, THEN YOU AREN'T ALL THERE. AND GOD IS SENDING HIS PROVISION. LOOK AT IT THIS WAY. THE LORD TOLD ELIJAH, 
THAT GO TO THIS BROOK, AND I HAVE COMMANDED THE RAVENS TO FEED THEE THERE. GOD SAID, I HAVE. THAT MEANS IT WAS ALREADY DONE. GOD HAD ALREADY SPOKEN TO THESE RAVENS. LET'S JUST SUPPOSE THAT ELIJAH DIDN'T OBEY GOD, AND HE STAYED RIGHT WHERE HE WAS, AND HE DIDN'T DO WHAT GOD TOLD HIM. DID YOU KNOW THAT WOULDN'T HAVE STOPPED GOD'S PROVISION FROM BEING SENT TO WHERE HE TOLD ELIJAH TO GO? I BELIEVE THAT IF ELIJAH HAD NOT HAVE OBEYED AND GONE TO THIS BROOK AND STAYED THERE, THAT THE RAVENS WOULD HAVE BROUGHT THIS BREAD AND THIS FLESH EVERY MORNING, AND IT WOULD HAVE JUST GONE TO WASTE, OR MAYBE SOMEBODY ELSE WOULD HAVE GOTTEN IT, OR MAYBE THE OTHER BIRDS WOULD HAVE EATEN IT, OR WHO KNOWS? THERE'S SOME WAY IT it PROBABLY WOULD HAVE BEEN USED, BUT ELIJAH, FROM HIS STANDPOINT, IT WOULD HAVE LOOKED LIKE, GOD, I ACTED ON YOUR WORD. I WENT AND SPOKE TO THE KING. I DID THIS, AND NOW I DON'T HAVE ANY FLESH TO EAT. I DON'T HAVE ANY BREAD. I'M DYING OF THIRST. GOD, I THOUGHT YOU WOULD TAKE CARE OF ME. GOD DID TAKE CARE OF HIM, BUT HE TOOK CARE OF HIM BY SENDING HIS PROVISION TO WHERE HE TOLD HIM TO GO. IF ELIJAH WOULD HAVE STAYED THERE, FROM HIS PERSPECTIVE, NOT KNOWING WHAT WAS GOING ON BY THIS BROOK, WELL, THEN HE COULD HAVE STARVED TO DEATH. HE COULD HAVE DIED OF THIRST. AND FROM HIS PERSPECTIVE, IT COULD HAVE LOOKED LIKE, GOD, YOU DIDN'T TAKE CARE OF ME. BUT I GUARANTEE GOD IS FAITHFUL. IF GOD HAS SPOKEN TO ANY OF YOU, IF HE HAS TOLD YOU TO DO SOMETHING, FROM YOUR PERSPECTIVE, IT MAY LOOK LIKE, GOD, I'M WILLING, BUT YOU HAVEN'T SUPPLIED ANYTHING. NO, GOD IS ALWAYS SUPPLYING. GOD WOULD BE UNJUST TO COMMAND YOU TO DO SOMETHING AND THEN WANT YOU TO ACCOMPLISH IT UNDER under YOUR OWN STRENGTH AND YOUR OWN POWER. IF GOD HAS CALLED YOU TO DO SOMETHING, THERE IS PROVISION. YOU MAY NOT HAVE SEEN IT, BUT THE PROVISION IS THERE. YOU JUST AREN'T ALL THERE. YOU AREN'T OBEYING EXACTLY WHAT GOD TOLD YOU TO DO. AND THIS PLACE CALLED THERE ISN'T ALWAYS A PHYSICAL PLACE. IT COULD BE A SPIRITUAL PLACE. IT COULD BE A PLACE IN YOUR HEART. THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT GOD HAS TOLD YOU TO DO SOMETHING, BUT IN YOUR HEART, YOU'RE JUST WAITING UNTIL EVERY QUESTION GETS ANSWERED. IN YOUR HEART, YOU JUST NEED TO EMBRACE IT AND STEP OUT. YOU KNOW, WHEN I STARTED ON TELEVISION, JANUARY THE 3RD, 2000, I WENT ON, AND FROM JANUARY THE 3RD, 2000, TILL JANUARY OF 2002, IT WAS MIRACULOUS. OUR MINISTRY MORE THAN DOUBLED. I MEAN, WE INCREASED TREMENDOUSLY, AND GOD WAS SUPPLYING, AND GOOD THINGS WERE HAPPENING. BUT, YOU KNOW, THE LORD SPOKE TO ME. THE SECOND MOST IMPORTANT ENCOUNTER I EVER HAD WITH THE LORD HAPPENED JANUARY THE 31ST, 2002. NOW, IT'S HARD FOR ME TO RATE ALL OF THE THINGS THAT GOD HAS DONE IN MY LIFE AS NUMBER ONE AND NUMBER TWO, BUT JAN... MARCH THE 23RD, 1968 IS WHERE IT GOT STARTED. THAT'S WHEN GOD TOUCHED MY LIFE. AND THEN JANUARY THE 31ST, 2002, AS FAR AS THE MINISTRY AND THE EXPANSION OF THE MINISTRY AND THINGS, THAT WAS PROBABLY THE SECOND MOST IMPORTANT ENCOUNTER. AND THAT'S WHEN GOD SPOKE TO ME THROUGH PSALM 78:41 AND SAID THAT I WAS LIMITING HIM BY MY SMALL THINKING. SO IT WASN'T THAT I HAD TO CHANGE LOCATIONS OR GO SOMETHING, BUT I HAD TO DO SOMETHING DIFFERENT IN MY HEART. IN MY HEART, I WASN'T LETTING GOD BE MAGNIFIED. PSALMS CHAPTER 35, VERSE 27, LET THE LORD BE MAGNIFIED, WHICH HAS PLEASURE IN THE PROSPERITY OF HIS SERVANT. I WAS DOING WHAT GOD TOLD ME TO DO. I WAS PHYSICALLY IN THE RIGHT PLACE, BUT IN MY HEART, I WASN'T IN THE RIGHT PLACE. AND I'VE GOT AN ENTIRE TEACHING ON THIS ENTITLED, DON'T LIMIT GOD. AND IF YOU WANT MORE EXPLANATION, YOU CAN GO TO MY WEBSITE. YOU CAN CALL IN AND GET THAT. 
AND I'M NOT GOING TO TEACH ON THAT RIGHT NOW, BUT I'M JUST SAYING THAT THERE WAS A CHANGE THAT HAD TO TAKE PLACE IN MY HEART. AND YOU KNOW, ONE OF THE WAYS THAT I STARTED MAKING THAT CHANGE IN MY HEART, I CALLED MY STAFF TOGETHER. IN FEBRUARY OF 2002, WE HAD 28 PEOPLE ON STAFF, AND I CALLED MY STAFF TOGETHER, AND I BEGAN TO TELL THEM THAT I'M CHANGING. I SAID, I'M LIMITING GOD BY MY SMALL THINKING. I'M NOT ALLOWING GOD TO... I'M NOT ALLOWING WHAT I KNOW GOD HAS SPOKEN TO ME. I HAVEN'T REALLY EMBRACED IT. I HAVEN'T PROFESSED IT. I'VE BEEN TIMID AND SHY ABOUT IT. AND I HAD TO CHANGE SOMETHING IN MY HEART. SO I CALLED THOSE 28 EMPLOYEES TOGETHER, AND I STARTED SPEAKING. YOU KNOW, DEATH AND LIFE ARE IN THE POWER OF THE TONGUE, PROVERBS 18, 21. AND I STARTED SPEAKING MY VISION AND SAYING, WE ARE GOING TO REACH PEOPLE ALL OVER THE WORLD. THIS WILL BE ONE OF THE LARGEST MINISTRIES IN THE WORLD. NOT BECAUSE I DESIRED THAT FOR MYSELF. I DESIRED IT TO BE ABLE TO REACH OUT AND SHARE THESE TRUTHS WITH OTHER PEOPLE THAT HAVE IMPACTED ME SO MUCH. AND I BEGAN TO SPEAK IT. AND I WENT SOMEPLACE ELSE IN MY HEART I DIDN'T MOVE MY MINISTRY. I DIDN'T MOVE MY HOUSE. I DIDN'T GO SOMEPLACE ELSE PHYSICALLY, BUT IN MY HEART, I WASN'T ALL THERE. AND I'M SAYING TO SOME OF YOU THAT YOU AREN'T ALL THERE IN YOUR HEART. MAYBE YOU KNOW WHAT GOD HAS TOLD YOU TO DO, BUT IN YOUR HEART, YOU'RE STILL TENTATIVE. YOU'RE STILL BASHFUL, SHY. YOU AREN'T BOLDLY PROCLAIMING AND SPEAKING. IN YOUR HEART, YOU HAVEN'T FULLY EMBRACED THIS. AND SOMETIMES BEING ALL THERE, GOING TO YOUR PLACE CALLED THERE IS NOT A PHYSICAL CHANGE IN YOUR LOCATION. IT'S A CHANGE IN YOUR HEART. AND YOU JUST HAVE TO EMBRACE IT AND START MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION. I'VE OFTEN TOLD PEOPLE THAT, YOU KNOW, IF YOU WERE IN A BOAT, A LITTLE ROWBOAT OR ANY KIND OF BOAT WITH A MOTOR, YOU COULD FLIP A RUDDER ON THAT BOAT 360 DEGREES, BUT IF YOU WERE SITTING STILL, IT WON'T GIVE ANY DIRECTION TO THAT BOAT. BUT IF YOU START MOVING, EVEN IF YOU AREN'T SURE ABOUT THINGS, JUST START MOVING A LITTLE BIT. IF YOU CAN'T GO FULL STEAM AHEAD, JUST START MOVING SLOWLY AND CHECKING THINGS OUT AND SEEING. AND THEN GOD CAN MOVE THAT RUDDER AND HE CAN BEGIN TO START CHANGING YOU. BUT HE CAN'T BEAR WITNESS AS LONG AS YOU ARE IN, in ACTION. YOU'VE GOT TO DO SOMETHING. STEP OUT AND SAY, GOD, I'm, I BELIEVE THAT THIS IS WHAT YOU'VE TOLD ME TO DO. I'M NOT TOTALLY THERE YET SO THAT I CAN JUST BURN ALL MY BRIDGES BEHIND ME, BUT I'M GOING TO START MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION. I'M GOING TO START MAKING PREPARATION FOR IT. YOU KNOW, RIGHT NOW, WE'RE TRYING TO DO A NUMBER OF THINGS, AND I'VE GOT SOME HURDLES THAT I'VE GOT TO OVERCOME BEFORE I CAN uh, START BUILDING STUDENT HOUSING AND DOING SOME OF THE THINGS, BUT I'M MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION. I'm, I'VE ACTUALLY GOT ARCHITECTS, AND I'VE GOT PEOPLE WORKING ON A MASTER PLAN, AND WE ARE MAKING PREPARATIONS FOR GOING THERE, FOR GOING FURTHER DOWN THE ROAD THAN WHAT I AM RIGHT NOW. I'M NOT TO A PLACE WHERE I CAN GO FULL STEAM AHEAD, BUT I'M MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, IF I'M OFF TRACK, GOD WILL SHOW ME. HE'LL, he'll MOVE THAT RUDDER. BUT IF I'M DOING NOTHING AND JUST WAITING ON GOD TO DUMP EVERYTHING IN MY LAP, WELL, THEN YOU CAN FLIP THE RUDDER 360 DEGREES AND IT DOESN'T GIVE ANY DIRECTION. I TELL YOU, THE THINGS THAT I'M SAYING, THESE ARE THINGS THAT I LEARNED FROM ELIJAH, FROM THIS VERY PASSAGE. IT'S TRANSFORMED MY LIFE, AND IT WOULD CHANGE YOUR LIFE IF YOU WOULD RECEIVE IT AND PUT THESE THINGS INTO PRACTICE. THIS ISN'T SOMETHING THAT WAS WRITTEN ABOUT SOMEBODY WHO LIVED THOUSANDS OF YEARS AGO. IT'S ABOUT HIM, BUT IT, it, it APPLIES TO YOU AND ME TODAY. 
Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah is available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. You can get these products as part of the Lessons Package, which includes two books, Lessons from Elijah and Lessons from David, and three albums in your choice of either CD or DVD, Lessons from Elijah, Lessons from David, and Lessons from Joseph. These teachings will give you the chance to learn from the successes and mistakes of three very powerful but very human men of God. The Lessons Package has a catalog value of $135, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for just $95. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these products. Today, Andrew's book, Lessons from Elijah, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing and you're going around the world too and everything that this Amen. ministry does. But we owe about $23 million on a parking garage. I've started what I call a 1K club. I was praying about this and the Lord just spoke to me that He was gonna be touching people's hearts that can give a one-time gift of $1,000, and in the next 10 months, I'm believing to get this parking garage totally paid off. What a blessing this place is. In the past, they had to park a quarter of a mile away, and they had to be shuttled in and out, and it is just so convenient. This is awesome. In the winter, it's gonna even be better. So what we're gonna do, either right here on this wall or possibly inside, I'm gonna have a wall where I put up the 1,000 club members so we just wanted to say a special thank you and uh, we love you and every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're gonna share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you. Thank you for being a partner with us. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of March, Andrew will be in Woodland Park, Colorado for the annual Karis Bible College Men's Advance. NFL Hall of Fame and Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy will be a guest speaker at this event, along with James Brown, Emmy Award-winning broadcaster on the CBS and NFL networks. Also in March, Andrew will be back in Woodland Park hosting the Army Conference for Ministers. Guest speakers at this event will be Pastor Dwayne Sheriff, Billy Epperhart, and Dr. Barry Burns. 
In April, Andrew will be hosting a special Easter season production titled God With Us in Woodland Park, Colorado. God With Us is the original love story of a passionate God on a relentless quest to rescue his people. Also in April, Andrew will be back in Woodland Park to host the annual Karis Bible College Campus Days. Guest speakers at this event include Carrie Pickett, Daniel Bennett, Greg Moore, Rick McFarland, Wendell Parr, and Lawson Perdue. Then, Andrew will be joining Ashley and Carly Terradez in Colorado Springs, Colorado for the Abundant Life event. Next, Andrew will be speaking in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And lastly, in April, he'll again be in Woodland Park to host the Don't Limit God Conference with guest speaker Jesse Duplantis. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net.